0: When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. Fear is a powerful and great human motivator, and fear looks different in each manifestation. So when I hear that King Herod was frightened, and that all of Jerusalem was frightened, I can't help but wonder, What did that look like for each of them? Maybe King Herod was frightened by the thought that someone came to unseat him from power, or perhaps that he might be found out to be an imposter. Maybe another might be better suited for his job or more desirable, or the people under his charge after learning of a new king might try to do him some harm and all of Jerusalem? Were they frightened because of what they thought King Herod might do in response to this news? Or did they fear that the thought of a new leader whose ways were not yet, were not yet known? Or were they frightened by what the coming of a Messiah might mean? Possible war, the overturning of Roman rule for the liberation of Israel? I'm sure that most of us are familiar with the way that fear can show up and infiltrate our lives. Fear leads us to say things, to think things, to make decisions, that if we had a moment to remove ourselves from the immediateness of our fear, we might not make or say or do. Some of you might be familiar with the Enneagram, which is a personality typing system The Enneagram says that our personality and behaviors are rooted in and motivated by core fears. The fear of being evil or corrupt. The fear of being unloved. The fear of being worthless. The fear of being without identity. Of being useless, helpless, or incompetent. Being without support or direction deprived or in pain, controlled or harmed by other, the fear of loss. Fear drives us both to action and to inaction. It can be useful or not. Sometimes these fears are grounded in real threat or danger, and sometimes they are the result of irrational personal inherited, or developed patterns of catastrophizing. Not only can our internal life be defined by fear, but our whole culture seems to feed off of it. The news cycle is a bottomless well of things that we ought to be afraid of. Last night, as I was mindlessly scrolling through Facebook, as one does, There were plenty of things that I came across in my feed that stirred up fear in my heart. Fires and earthquakes, impending war, illness, death, and loss, post after post after post reminding me of all the terrible things going on around me. Truly, these things are real threats for real people, the beloved children of God across the whole world. And then I scrolled across a meme that maybe some of you have seen before. There's a giant circle that's labeled, things I worry about. And inside of it, there's a much smaller circle labeled things that could actually happen. And inside of that, a much tinier circle that says things that actually happen. I was reminded by this of the gospel refrain we hear throughout the Christmas season. Do not be afraid. This can be easier said than done, but it must be important to the gospel message because we hear it over and over. We are called by God to respond out of hope and not fear. To be, like the seeking, to be seeking out good news in Christ, like the Magi, or Joseph and Mary, the shepherds, and later the disciples. All of us are called to respond to God incarnate in the world. Hope. We are called to welcome Jesus in the midst of chaos and to offer up our gifts to seek out good news even in a world that is driven by power and fear, oppression and oppression, because God promises us a different story. This is our task today. While the king and all of Jerusalem are frightened and acting out of fear, God calls us to be like the Magi. Listen for God how God is calling you to follow the star and pay homage, and do not be afraid. Amen.